welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Rob Sullivan on the line, and he is the co-founder over at Sullivan Zale. Uh, Rob, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Good, uh, thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Sullivan Zale. And I mean, I know you're an international speaker, an author, an executive coach, a lot of things going on there. So I'm excited to get into this with you. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and in your career? This is one of those things that uh, it's a career that picked me. I didn't necessarily pick it. I came out of school and I worked at Leo Burnett in advertising, you know, Charlie the Tuna, Tony the Tiger, the Marlboro Man, all that stuff. I did that for a number of years learned a ton of great stuff, ended up transitioning into options trading, uh, and then did a few other things, but realized you know, the one common theme throughout my entire life has been coaching people and helping people. Uh, you know, at first, it was helping people along the lines of you know, helping them market themselves for jobs, but later it evolved into helping them market themselves on the job or you know, marketing themselves to customers. So I do tons of coaching, and that's been the common thread throughout my entire career. Uh, led to a book early on and uh, literally where I am now. Wow. So, you know, obviously you're working on the executive level right now and you're in terms of coaching and you've worked with a lot of clients and had a lot of experience. So just scaling it back a little bit to some of those, let's say, younger entrepreneurs or new college grads that aspire to one day being um, executives, what kind of advice would you give to that new crop of, um, of college grads or people entering the workforce in general? Well, I work with a lot of college grads who are in transition, people at all different stages. And so I can tell you for sure the thing that is most important is to go, you absolutely follow your heart, follow your passions, and make sure that when they change, and they will evolve, that you take the time to say, okay, where am I going to go next? And take risks without the pressure to feel like it has to work out. Because a lot of times people do that. When I changed, for example, from advertising to options trading, People immediately said, wow, that was so cool that you would take a cut of pay in half to go do something that you really love. Well, a year later, when I realized that wasn't exactly the next, you know, the perfect place for me, then suddenly it was like I became people's excuse for not taking a risk. They'd literally look at me and say, well, you know, I hope you're going to be able to get your act together. Like, it's okay to take a chance, but it has to work out. Absolute, utter nonsense. You know, if, it, if, it, if it's a risk worth taking, go for it and don't worry about it. You will end up in a better place. That's awesome. I love that. Um, and I think uh, it's, a, it's a theme that um, people uh, should be aware of. And I think because there's so much pressure on these new, uh, somebody new entering the workforce or going through transitions or these negative connotations that they'll say like job hopping or things like that. I'm like the, the, the construct of just the, of the workplace in general has changed. In the past, it just meant you worked for a big company and you worked in different departments. So you might, and that, that wasn't, it wasn't job hopping back then or considered that because you were what? You, you, you were just changing from department to department within the same company. But 
but you were still trying to find your place in your niche, whether it was going to be in marketing and sales and um, in management, all these different things. Now it's just changed a bit to where you're doing it more and, and you may work for multiple companies in a shorter span of time while you're trying to find your way in your path. So I, lo- I love your advice there about taking risks or what or what what's perceived to be risk at the time by everyone else. I love it. Um, let's switch it up a bit, Rob. I want to get into what you're doing over at Sullivan Vale. So uh, tell, first, uh, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. So this is another one that happened from following my passions. Barry Von Zale was the drummer for Johnny Clegg. Johnny Clegg is a South African musician who inspired Paul Simon's Graceland album, sold 5 million albums. Um, incredible guy. And Barry, as a professional drummer, you know, played not only with Clegg, but he played with Peter Gabriel, Robert Plant. And he had a workshop that he put together around creativity and innovation. I have a workshop that I do around listening and energy, professional presence, communication, that sort of thing. And he and I got to become friends over the years. I spent a lot of little time traveling with the band and just an incredible group of guys. And he and I had this shared passion for teaching. So we decided to join forces and put together some workshops that leverage the things that he does well with the things that I do well. That's awesome. And so uh, what, what are some of the ways that, you, that you've been able to help some clients? So, I mean, I know this, that's a broad question. I know from client to client there's going to be some, uh, some you know, differences depending on where they came in. But what are some of those common themes of things that you've been able to help clients do in finding their path? So, love that. Well, the, the common theme in most of the work that the two of us do uh, is around communication, helping people communicate and work better as a team. Uh, and part of that is, you know, there's, there's a rhythm to it. You know, you can literally get people working in rhythm in sync. And we have a whole workshop on, you know, finding your flow and getting in flow where we do that. But to give you a specific example of how it plays out from a communication standpoint, I had a client I was working with, they were pitching, it was a, a deal that was going to be between 50 and $200 million dollars. And they brought me in at the last minute to say, give us some feedback on our, our presentation style, because that's a, one of the things that, you, that we spend a lot of time working with people on is how they're communicating. I literally watched them throw what turned out to be $150,000 of upfront effort out the window in less than 15 minutes just because of the way they communicated. And if you would listen to them, you would have thought, oh, wow, these guys are confident. And, you know, and I say guys because this was a group of men. Uh, Wow, these you know they're really confident. They are you know they've got a good story, but there is this what I would call a hidden detractor in their communication. And when you recognize it, when you know to look for it, you can hear it. The fascinating thing about it though is that people respond unconsciously. So at the end of that, the prospect says, "I can't quite put my finger on it, but I'm not feeling confident moving forward." And I'm sitting here thinking, "Well, I can exactly put my finger on it. You know, there's a reason you're not feeling confident." And so coaching people so that that doesn't happen is a really big part of what I do because it's heartbreaking. And, that, and the sad thing especially was that prospect would have been better off pairing up with them because they were a great group of people and they, they, they were a really good match for what he, that company needed and it didn't happen only because of what they put out there. Mm. Um, what speaking of clients, so what what size clients do you work with? What kind of uh, so somebody's listening to this and they're saying, you know what, I, I'd like to learn a little bit more about what's going on over at Sullivan Group, uh, excuse me, Sullivan Zale. Um, what what what's the um, kind of clients you work with? Size, um, things you offer. Let's go a little bit further into that, please. 
Sure. I work with companies across industries. So I do a lot of work with uh, biotech, pharmaceutical, medical device thing on that side of the uh, fence. I've done uh, work at companies like Facebook and Goldman Sachs. Uh, you name it. You know, there's a lot of different companies where I've been, you know, and not all of it were, you know, some of them were my clients, many of them were my clients, many of them were, you know, contract training uh, sort of assignments, but I've had exposure to really large companies and done it internationally as well. So, I mean, not just in the U.S., but London, Switzerland, uh, you know, South Africa. Uh, do you work with uh, mid-sized companies, smaller companies, or do you only work with large companies like that exclusively? Oh, no, I love working with all of them. Yeah, there's, I don't have a, there's no size requirement. If people are committed to improving their communication and want to uh, explore different things, you know, you know, listening, for example, which is one of the workshops we teach, uh, because many, many people are not particularly good listeners. I've done things, you know, at the university level for that, and I've done it, you know, at really large companies and everything in between. So it's not, uh, we're more interested in people who want to improve their communication separate from industry or size. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Rob, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Sullivan Zale. Uh, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate you um, uh, giving me your attention. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do, we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Rob, thanks again for coming on the show.